Welcome to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Today, I have another rant. This is based on a recent real-life scenario. A former bride of mine currently runs an NGO, and it uh, the focus of the NGO is on um, providing water for rural communities in ABJ. Now, for those of you who think you didn't hear me correctly, yes, you did. There are lots of communities in Abuja where um, access to portable water is a big issue. So her NGO, in collaboration with a couple of other outfits, go around sinking wells and boreholes. And um, some of their other partners also try to provide maintenance for the machines because it's one thing to dig the borehole and set up everything. And it's another thing to come back next year or two years later to provide maintenance on the pumps and all the other mechanical related aspects of the of the whole setup anyway so this bride of mine shared uh some instagram shared an instagram broadcast with me um about a a deal that she thought about a lead she thought i could take advantage of now in my experience i don't think these sorts of things are ideal but whenever former brides do that um, send me these kinds of broadcasts i still try to pursue them anyway because i think it's a good idea to prime referral channels so i mean in other words if you have someone who seems to be making some referrals i think for the time being it might be a good idea to keep on trying to um, work them because um, I don't think you should stop a channel that is not working. And if you're not getting the kind of quality leads that you would like, then you try and look for a better way of educating the people who are passing along these referrals so that they can send across the kind of business that you're looking for and people that you think um, people that you think uh, your product or your service can help. Okay, so another reason why I think it's not ideal to pursue these things, even though I do, whenever it's a bride who sends them to me. In other words, for co-vendors who send me these Instagram broadcasts, I don't bother. But if it's a bride, I'll pursue it anyway. So I don't think it's ideal because... Another reason why I don't think it's ideal is because typically every Tom, Dick and Harry is um, trying to take advantage of these things. And... um, Typically, it leads to low bids, low-cost bids. And I'm not really into this whole discount, lower your price thing. So I just saved myself the hassle right from the beginning. However, um, it's not something to put off completely because some classic gigs have been known to come from it. A strategy, uh, one of the vendors in our space, in Abuja, Brides and Babies, is a strategy that they use uh, routinely. They make these broadcasts on Instagram, um, although in, in their case, theirs are usually much more tailored. So they don't just say, wedding photographer needed. They probably would say something like, wedding photographer needed, budget between 400 and 600k, or whatever the amount is, uh, two days, you know, blah, 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 put the details like that. Um, if you are interested, or you know someone who would be interested in this, tag that vendor. So some... Juicy gigs have been known to come from those kind of broadcasts that um, brides and babies 
do um, here. So yeah, that that works. That works uh, here in Abuja. But even then, I don't pay attention to it because I figure, even though they have a nice budget range there, I think people who jump on that chance will probably um, try to beat the price down. And it's just households that I'd rather not get involved uh, involved in. Anyway, whether that's the right choice or not, I guess time will tell. Or a little bit of business analytics as we go along. We'll see whether we're making the right choice on those or not. But bottom line, don't just write them off. Um, prime referral channels if you can. And if you find other channels that put um, classy leads out like brides and babies, then by all means, um, take advantage of them um, if you can. Okay, now, um, where was I? Okay, I went off on the tangent. Okay, so the real-life scenario. The bride shared with me an Instagram lead and uh, so an Instagram broadcast and it was a public call. It was calling for photographers with wildlife photography experience. Now, in the past, I've shot rhinos before. I've also shot penguins, flamingos, crocodiles, monkeys, and a couple of other things. So I figured, okay, I didn't go to a safari to get these shots, but let me let me take advantage of it. I mean, you never know. I always like looking for interesting projects um, out there. So the Instagram handle that my bride gave me, sorry, my former bride gave me, was an Instagram handle of a of someone who is a stylist and an etiquette uh, consultant. So I hit up, I called. Remember, I said I think phone calling is the quickest and most efficient way of dealing with these things but of course i always defer to the people's preferred mode of communication so she said she'd rather chat on instagram so i said okay no wahala so we switched and then she referred me to another handle and this turned out to be a travel and tourism company or something like that and i hit them up as well and surprise surprise it turns out that the travel and tourism company was actually a commission sales rep for Kodak. Yes, Kodak, that's the company that was the former film maker for uh, analog cameras. Now, it turns out that these dudes at the travel and tourism company, well, I'm assuming they're dudes. I didn't call them. This was still Instagram DMs. So it turns out that they're selling um, photography IP protection software. IP, that's um, intellectual property. So basically, the software crawls the internet, and if your photo has been misappropriated or stolen or used for purposes that you haven't granted your permission for, then basically they let you know, and it's supposed to be a way uh, that you can um, track uh, the use of your photos and also to monetize um, your work because they claim that they can get um, they can get you, that you can get paid. They, well, anyway, I didn't go into uh, much details with them, but it turns out that not only will they be able to track your photographs if they've been stolen, but then you will also get paid on the use of the software. Now, this sounds like a pretty nifty product that they have, 
I'm I'm not interested in it personally because I'm I I don't worry about my photographs being stolen. But I know that there are lots of wedding vendors who have issues, um, who object to this sort of thing and who take issues with it. So you have wedding planners who get really mad when they see their photos um, taken by an up and coming person. And technically speaking, they don't make it look like it's their work, but they don't. Uh, they don't come out right and say that the work belongs to someone else because you know people put up these um inspiration posts um these inspos without tagging without tagging the source so i know that lots of vendors um lots of wedding vendors really get angry with this um sort of thing but anyway uh despite okay i'm not going to go into that but let me just go into the problem with this um um fellow's approach that's the the guy who is actually the commission sales rep for Kodak. Now, the problem with this approach, if you notice, this was not a very direct. Um, this is not a very direct approach. So basically, I had to swing by two Instagram handles, assuming that there was something in it for me, only to find out that I was being used as uh, this was just a way of getting people up their own sales channel i mean basically i was just canon uh, canon fodder and that's not really nice the problem with this kind of approach is that you're going to burn personal and business credibility and especially for this fellow since they have a really solid product it ruins the possibility of them having future genuine customers for their product because think about this <clears throat> i'm one person who pursued the trail but let's just assume that he got 50 photographers who took the bait and tried to um, trace down this um, trail. Now, some people are going to be proper pissed at these uh, at this guy's approach. I'm generally a nice guy, and since I have a sales philosophy, I really don't judge people too harshly when it comes to these sorts of things. But I think the average... Um, Abuja wedding photographer or Abuja photographer who is looking for serious customers, in quote, will probably just block. Even if they don't block this dude, they're going to have, it's going to register right there in the future. So I think even when there's a genuine need for the product and they come across these fellows who are like, oh, it's those guys, the hustlers. And, you know, because of the nasty experience in the past, they'll just um, walk on by. So it's not a good approach because you burn your personal and business credibility and you also ruin the possibility of future genuine business in the future because you've run people through a crapshoot and nobody likes that kind of experience speaking about burning um, personal and business credibility of course i let my bride know because whenever people make it a point to send referrals my way I always hit them back and say thank you very much for uh, the lead this is how it turned out you know, I appreciate that you keep sending me business, you know, thank you very much. And so I did the same thing, let her know how things went. And of course, she wasn't pleased as well. Now think about how that is going to um, affect the, well, it's not going to have it. The, the effect, the, the relationship with her friend who runs the stylist and the, the stylist and the, et the etiquette consultant, it's probably not going to be that much of a problem with their personal relationship but i'm sure you guys can see that some um, personal credibility would have been burnt between both of them because um me and her are cool that's me and my former bride 
we're cool. She tries to do me a favor, sends me along to her friend's Instagram handle, and then it turns out I was just being pushed through a crapshoot. Anyway, so summary. Why is credibility important? Credibility is important for those of us in the Nigerian wedding industry who believe that we are first and foremost sales, um, sales professionals. Credibility is important because it helps to build trust. And for those of you who've been listening from the beginning, you'll remember that um, there's a framework that I exposed you to from Tom Hopkins, an American dude, um, sales trainer, real estate, uh, old school dude, um, still running trainings now, but I think they're really big, maybe in the 70s or the 80s. So they have this uh, framework of um, running people through um, certain elements that are critical to every sale and that is trust need help and hurry so you need to be able to build trust with the person that you're talking to you need to be able to establish that there is a need so that the person um, wants to buy from you you also need to be able to show that your product and service can help them and then you also have to be able to build some urgency so that's the hurry phase so you'll find that whatever uh, sales framework that you use, if it is Tom Hopkins, Trust, Need, Help and Hurry, or Grant Cardone, or whoever it is that you follow, or um, whoever it is that you follow, you'll, you'll always find that there is a trust element that is built into different sales frameworks. And so going through being deceptive like this and trying to drum up leads will ruin your credibility and it's not going to help in the sales process because trust is an inherently necessary part of the sales process so don't um don't go through all this gymnastics only to ruin your credibility it's not um it's not it's not worth it the reason why i'm bringing this up is not just because i was miffed by the whole experience but it's also because I've heard, I haven't seen, but I've heard that um, some of our brothers and sisters in the industry use this kind of approach. So let's say you're a wedding vendor, you put up something on your Instagram and you say so-and-so discount this and this and this is what you're going to gain. Uh, follow, tag, drop your email address, you know, the typical things that we do. And then the brides rush because they really think there's something in it for them that they're going to get 50% off or they're going to get a brand new dress or something like that. They toss in all, you know, their, their Instagram handle, they throw in their email addresses and everything because they think there's something to gain. And then you say, I'll get back with you. That's pretty much, I mean, and then the vendor just says, I'll get back to all of you. We'll let you know the winner. And then subsequently, no winner is announced but now that the vendor has these contact details the vendor now goes and starts trying to call everyone to say oh you're getting married soon do you have a wedding planner do you have a wedding photographer blah 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 and then start trying to hustle them or start trying to um uh sell them and i really don't think it's a i really don't think it's a good way to drum up business because you run the risk of ruining your personal credibility and you can solve this problem if you just follow a few simple um, best business practices now for our brothers and sisters in the uk and in america when they 
uh, run these kinds of things. They make it um, more explicit in their approach. So that if the whole thing is being, if this whole uh, uh, program is being run by email, there's a part in the email chain or the email form where they're required to tick if you're okay with people getting in touch to market um, stuff with you in the future. And so you tick. And then people have given their express permission to be sold to in the future. And there's some people who run these programs on Instagram and do pretty much um, the same thing as well. So they say the whole thing, 50% off, brand new dress, uh, you know, whatever it is. But then at the bottom of the Instagram approach, uh, sorry, the Instagram um, post, they now put the PS and they say terms and conditions apply. Uh, you might be contacted by our sales team later on in the future. Um, so, I mean, you, you follow good business practice like that and at, you at least give people the option of opting in uh, to the whole thing. And that might reduce some of the nasty taste that is left at the end of the process when people sign up thinking that there's good in it for them and realize that they're just being pushed through um, someone's um, sales funnel. So that's it pretty much. That's my rant for today. And I hope that um, we've been able to get some business insight from that. For those of you who are just listening, joining for the first time, don't worry, I'm going to make more reference to the framework that I spoke about a few moments ago. That's the Tom Hopkins sales framework that is built on trust, need, help, and hurry as essential elements that we have to go through in the sales process. So thank you very much, guys, for listening. As usual, if you guys have any questions, comments, or queries, you can hit me up on email. That's ayede.tave at gmail.com, A-Y-E-D-E dot T-A-V-E-R at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter as at ayede underscore Tave. <clears throat> so excuse me. And uh, let's see, what else? Okay, and then for those of you who like to WhatsApp, Telegram, SMS, and Baidu and all the others, uh, you can hit me up on 0806466 Thank you very much, guys, for listening. I'll catch you at the next episode.